Welcome to the Salem Alliance Church Podcast. To learn more about Salem Alliance, including life groups, gathering times, and other resources, visit us online at salemalliance.org. Today's talk is given by Rob Basham. One of the things that you may have noticed around here is that we are receiving more and more people. We are becoming a more and more of a multicultural church, a multilingual congregation. People are attending Sam Alliance from all over the place, and we celebrate that. And one of the new initiatives that we get to launch this week is, it just happens to be that there's this app called Interactio that we have gotten a subscription to. And what's going to happen here in the coming weeks, we're working out one or two little technical things, but you'll be able to come to Sam Alliance Church And at the 9.30 service, you'll go to the Sam Alliance deal on Interactio. You'll go down. You'll click click French or Swahili, and the sermon will be interpreted live. That's a pretty cool thing. Then... We'll continue to have ASL as well at our 9.30 service, and so our 9.30 service will be offered in three different languages in addition to English, and then we'll be offering Spanish as well at 11 o'clock. We are just excited about this, as many people have been asking for something like this, and we just want to respond to that. In fact, even right now, we have numerous people that are with us that are speaking French and Swahili, and we're doing live translation in the room, but this will make it so much easier. They'll just put in their earbuds and be able to hear. I, I haven't been able to learn all these languages that quick, so they'll be able to just hear this sermon in their mother tongue. Uh, some families will be able to come to church together as maybe a grandmother doesn't know English as well, and we just celebrate this new technology that will launch here in a couple of weeks. Over the last three weeks, we've been talking about what it means to be the peace and the presence and the power of Jesus everywhere that we step. We have a video we love to share with you that just shows what that might look like. I started delivering with Meals on Wheels a couple years ago. A friend of mine had been delivering and let me know they needed more drivers. My company was supportive of me being gone for an extended lunch hour in the middle of the day once a week, so I ended up signing up to volunteer. I go to the center 50 plus and pick up meals prepared by the food share and deliver them to the 10 or so people on my route. Sometimes my family joins me if they're able and we always stop at Don Froilan at the end of the route to get delicious quesadillas. Over the last two years, I've made a lot of good friends and have come to experience the fact that Meals on Wheels is much more than just a food delivery service. We deliver a meal, yes, but it's much more than that. One of my friends lives by himself and we always enjoy catching up and talking about our lives together. Another always kisses his meal, thanks me and blesses me, and yet another has been living without his wife while she navigates nursing home facilities. Recently, our conversations have deepened and it gives me an opportunity to encourage him. When I was asked to do this video, I was hesitant because I don't think what I'm doing is super extraordinary or spiritual. I also didn't want to seem like I was tooting my own horn. 
I don't do this for any kind of recognition, but I decided to do it to help show how serving with Meals on Wheels really strengthens our city. We together are our community. I give in ways that I am able, and my friends along my route do likewise. When I asked my friend Bill if he wouldn't mind being in this video, he said, of course, anything for you, Andy. I'm grateful for the friendship we have built and that he trusts me with his story. You can't, I can't, I can't even begin to tell you. It's, uh, uh, I feel like I'm being taken care of. The food is quite good. Uh, I have not found anything that I wouldn't eat. And, and I live by myself, I'm alone. And, and uh, I enjoy the conversations. And we always find something to chat about. And we do, just do it to serve the community because that's what God wants us to do, take care of each other. I started delivering Meals on Wheels with a simple invite, so may I extend the same invite to you. I can tell you truly that to bless our community is also to be blessed by our community. We, all of us together, are a city of peace. That video, you can celebrate that. Thanks, Andy, for letting us tell your story, for your willingness to do it. I love, he says, I didn't think it's really all that spiritual or extraordinary, and yet it is. It is. He's doing what we're talking about, the tangible peace into our community. Andy, like you, I, uh, I often bring the peace of Christ to Don Froilan. Uh, <laughs> That is an incredible place. Cheese Factory over here on Portland Road. Highly encourage you to go and get some quesadillas there, maybe right after church. But anyway, hey, we, I'm just wanting to wrap up kind of this sermon series we've been talking about. We've been just here in Vision 360 sharing with you our vision statement. Our vision here is to see Salem become a city at peace of God. We collectively engage in that together. We collectively exist to exalt Jesus Christ, become his fully devoted followers, and to share his grace and truth with all people. We do this by living out these values, the values of life with Jesus, life together, and life on mission. Even your annual report is broken up into those categories. We take that serious. We want to see balance in that. But we've been talking about how we as ambassadors of Jesus get to be the peace of Jesus in our society everywhere that we step. We get to bring the mercy. We get to confront injustice. We get to walk in our prophetic gifting to make Jesus known where we go. I want to briefly just talk about one more way that we get to do that, to bring that power where we go. And it's a call to prayer. This morning, I have a call to intercession in prayer that I would love to share with you very briefly. You see, in Jeremiah 29, 7, it says this, work for the peace and the prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. You see, here the prophet Jeremiah is speaking to a people that have been enslaved. They've been taken captive. The people of Israel now find themselves in Babylon, and yet the heart of God and his instructions for them are to pray for the prosperity of the city they're currently in. If that was true for people that were being held in captivity, how much more true is that for us in this modern day as we call Salem our home? We see this modeled throughout scripture. In fact, David in Psalm 122 just prays this incredible peace and blessing over the city of Jerusalem. And he ends it, may you have peace, declaring those words over the city that he calls home. 
When I was a young pastor in the city of Boston, we had a pretty decent office space, and we would often sublet to other churches or other nonprofits, and so they would share this office space with us. And I'll never forget, this young church plant came in. It was just this pastoral couple from Guatemala, and they had just arrived. They barely spoke any English, and they were ready to plant a church. I had seen many churches come to Boston well-financed with these incredible ministry and business plans, and yet when I asked this couple, what is your plan, they said, we're, we pray. We're prayer warriors. So we'll see how this goes. They began to just gather people to pray. And that office was always full of people at all hours of day. And there was this sound behind there. Because when they prayed, there was this volume, almost this roar-like thing that was happening. And it was beautiful. It was powerful. And in two years, they had more people worshiping on a Sunday morning than our church did. Not only that, but their influence in the city continued to grow and grow and grow. And one of their leaders was this woman named Anna. And I had known Anna for a little while. She had been attending our church until this church began. She herself was from Guatemala. And I'll never forget, she sat me down and she said, Rob, our church needs to know how to pray. Not just go through the motions, but our church needs to know how to intercede for our city because it releases things in the heavenlies. It is warring prayer, and you need to know how to do this. And so over the next couple of months, she began to teach me how to pray for a city. It's something that I took with me to to the Middle East, and I would stand on my roof in the Middle East, and I would just practice praying for the blessing and the flourishing of the city that I called home. Prayer is powerful. It's part of what we are called to as ambassadors of Jesus. It's part of our priestly role to intercede for our city in unique and powerful ways. And it's the call that I have for you today. This will look different for different people in the room, but over the years, I've just oftentimes, each year, I might take just different categories that I begin to intercede for the city that I call home in. Here's what, some that I'm doing right now, these five. And as I share these with you, I was thinking, what is the best way to show you what I mean to pray for the city like this? And what I would actually like to do is invite you to join me in praying for the city of Salem, even right now as I pray through these categories. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we declare that this city, Salem, its name means peace, and we pray that your peace would be manifest here in new and powerful ways. And so today, we collectively say amen, and we pray together. We pray for healing for the hurting. Lord, our eyes notice that there is just homelessness, addiction, and it is generational, and it is powerful. But we know that through you, those chains can be broken. And so we pray that you would begin to enter into the lives of those that are struggling with the demons of addiction, that they would find freedom in you because of your power and because of what you did on the cross, Lord. Lord, we just lift up the guidance for other churches in our city. We pray that you would continue to guide our leaders here, our pastoral staff, but Lord, would you bless a seed of faith right around the corner? Would you bless the churches downtown, First Presbyterian, St. Joe's as they rebuild, First Baptist Church? Would you bless their leaders as they proclaim who you are, as they disciple those that you have called into their community? Jesus, we ask that there would be flourishing in every sector of our society. Lord, in business, in education, in the realms of insurance, Lord, would you begin to do new things for those that are serving in government, Lord, for those working in entertainment and media, Lord, would you use those in this room that have been placed in strategic roles to proclaim who you are, to lead well, to shine a light. And Lord, we pray for wisdom for those that govern us, 
We pray for the mayors of Kaiser and Salem and our city councils. We pray for our governor, Lord, that they would lead with integrity, justice, and mercy, that we would see new levels of laws that please you and come in line with your word. For those that know you, would you bless them? For those that don't, would you continue to pursue them? And Lord, we pray for your grace to be extended, that those who are open to you would realize your extravagant grace that they would experience it, they, they would recognize their need for a savior and a healer and place their allegiance in you, that they would experience a transformation as many in this room already have. We ask all these things in the powerful name of Jesus, amen. And so church family, may you be called to intercede and pray for our city. Maybe for you, that looks like you just launching each time that you have a life group meeting, you launch with this. For some of you, maybe it means that you start prayer walking by yourself or with a neighbor and begin to just pray through the streets of your neighborhood. For some of you, we do offer here at Sam Alliance a gathering once a month where we go to the upper room in the fourth floor of Broadway. It looks over the city. It's called Sunrise Prayer. I know some of you look at that 7, 10 a.m. and say, hmm, what else do you got? But for some of you, God might be calling you to join us there, 710 to 810, fourth floor of Broadway Commons once a month. Our next one is October 27th, and I hope that you see us there. Hey, that ministry is led by our pastor of neighborhoods, Ashley Dalen, who I'd love to invite to come join me on stage as we launch just one more initiative today. Ashley, how you doing? Doing great. Doing good. I good. lead Sunrise Prayer, so you get to come hang out with me. That, who, so hello. I mean, who I'll else, wake you up. I mean, if you're not a morning person, who else <laughs> would you want to be around more than Ashley we have a blast. in the morning? <laughs> Ashley, you know, we've been talking just about we take serious this tangible peace, presence, power, and we as a church want to come alongside everyone, and we want to see you released. And so we've been talking, John 1.14 talks about how we become just present in our neighborhoods in powerful ways. So we're going to launch a new initiative today, but we already have a lot of initiatives going on around this place. Why one more? Great question. You are right. We currently bless, care for, listen to our neighbors well in many different spaces and in many different places. And you guys are a huge part of that. But as we've continued to dream about our vision, a city at peace with God, it's become more and more evident to us that ministries and programs and even partnering with other churches is not going to be enough to reach our city. We need to do more. We need to do what John 1.14 says. We need to embody the posture of Christ, and we need to move into the neighborhoods. We need to say Salem Alliance is a church who lives like Christ and is in every neighborhood. And so we're excited today to launch a new initiative called Love the City. Love the City. That doesn't give me a lot of details. One neighbor so, at a time. One neighbor at a time. <laughs> what, what is Love the City? I'm really excited about this. What is Love the City? Love the City is an effort that we're going to put to empower and equip our Salem Alliance church members to love our city one neighbor at a time. It's our goal to remove any barriers that might be preventing you from moving towards your neighbors. And when I say neighbors, I mean family members, coworkers, people in your sphere of influence. 
Okay, so we're going to come alongside people. We want to empower you. We want to release you to go and do this. How will it work? Here's how it's going to work. As you're praying over the city and over your jobs, like Rob just talked about, the Holy Spirit might give you a nudge or open your eyes to someone around you who has a need or maybe just needs to experience blessing in their life. When your eyes are open to that need and you get a little nervous because you're like, well, how am I going to do that? What's that going to look like? I've got it figured out for you. Go to the Neighborhoods page. Go to the Love the City um, initiative, and you'll scroll down, and you'll see Apply for a Love the City project. That's an opportunity we're offering to our Salem Alliance Church family where you can tell us who you want to bless or what needs you want to meet, who you want to do it with, because we want to move towards our city as the body of Christ, and then how do you need to be resourced? Um, Maybe it's a one-time opportunity. You've noticed that a neighbor needs new gutters, but you're like, I can't afford new gutters. So under the resources, you could say, I need help paying for new gutters. And you can apply for a grant of up to $500 if you need a financial support. Um, Or if you just need other resources like facilities or someone who has a particular skill, you can write that in there as well. And so we're just excited to remove any barrier that's preventing us for when we see a neighbor in need from being able to move towards those and showing the light of Christ. A city at peace with God. We want to empower you, remove the barriers, and help you move forward and take this serious so you can be the tangible peace, presence, and power of Jesus everywhere that you step. Ashley, thanks for leading the charge on this. Appreciate you. We're going to have fun. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Salem Alliance podcast. We hope you have been challenged and inspired. Salem Alliance is a community of believers located in downtown Salem, Oregon, and we are passionate about our city being a city at peace with God. To experience other messages and discover more about who we are, please visit salemalliance.org or download the Salem Alliance app. And again, thanks for listening.